sermon podcast of Dan Roschke, pastor of Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Fairfax, Virginia. For more information about Bethlehem, visit our website at blclife.org. But now, here's Pastor Dan and his sermon for today. Friends in Christ, grace to you and peace from God who never leaves us. Amen. What an interesting parable on this day. Why? Why do we do this parable on this day that we are outside blessing the animals and uh, enjoying the seasons changing? The leaves are starting to change. It's the first time I've felt uh, cooler uh, air. Like there's just this change in the air. I just started to feel it yesterday and then it was confirmed this morning when I got up, and it was in the 40s as I'm coming to church. Um, why, why look at this interesting uh, but difficult parable? First of all, because it's a sign for today. And even though we're outside and the themes are a little different, I think uh, the experience is certainly different. Uh, let's just face what is a sign for today and continue in this year of Matthew, late in this season after Pentecost. So we're looking at that. And I'm actually wondering, the more I look at that, if this parable today has everything to do with the themes of this season, with stewardship and with caring for God's creation, blessing the animals. But let's be clear about the context of this parable first. Matthew is writing, again, Matthew is writing to an early Christian community in the late part of the first century, a community that's trying to figure out what it means to be the church, what it means to follow the risen Christ, and in a time where distinguishing themselves is critical. And they are distinguishing themselves uh, from, from, their, or from some of their Jewish ancestors. Not all of them had Jewish ancestors. I'll remind you also that this chapter 21, where this passage is coming from, it's a huge buildup at this point in the drama uh, as Jesus is in his final week before his crucifixion. It's, it's one series of face-offs after another with the powers. So that's a little bit of the context. It needs to be said, too, that lots of Matthew's gospel, and this passage in particular, has been a clear separation from and attack on the Jewish temple authorities. That's true. The chief priests and Pharisees in this case, the synagogue elite. But it has been used wrongly through the centuries, unfortunately, to condemn all Jewish people. Jesus was coming down on a specific group of people within the, the, the synagogue community in that time and in that place. Uh, and that's been taken and used to condemn all Jewish people of all time. And that needs to be said out loud, and that needs to be condemned. Jesus is taking here a piece of ancient Isaiah literature and putting a twist on it. The stone that the builders rejected originally referred to Israel as a whole when it was used in Isaiah, when Isaiah used it. Clearly here, Jesus is the stone that the builders rejected. And the temple authorities and others are rejecting him. Matthew is insinuating in this letter, in this gospel, don't do that. <laughs> don't reject Jesus. 
Almighty God needs us to produce good fruits for the vineyard. Don't be like those wicked tenants. Don't grab everything for yourself and commit vicious, violent, unspeakable acts in the process. They were just trying to take everything in the parable and killing anyone who was going to try to take it away from them or take it back. It wasn't theirs in the first place. And they're trying to grab it all for themselves. Instead, receive the lease that you have been granted from above, work the vineyard, and joyfully release the produce at the time of the harvest. That's what this parable is about. Friends, I think we can both be clear about the context here and also find meaning, vocation, inspiration, and God's redeeming grace for ourselves uh, today in this parable, in this lesson. Outside, as we worship outside, as the seasons change around us in more ways than just the leaves, as more members of God's creation join us in worship today, we're studying Revelation in Bible study on Wednesdays. And in the first two chapters of Revelation, just this wonderful repeating line, listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church. As more members of God's creation, human and non-human, join us in worship today, listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church. God needs us to produce good fruit for the vineyard. God needs you to care for the land, for the soil, for the water, for the birds and all the earth creatures, for the seas and the forests and the deserts and all their inhabitants. Amen. Don't reject Jesus. Don't grab everything just for yourselves, for ourselves, and, and even commit vicious, violent, unspeakable, sometimes unknowing acts in acquiring and securing for our own kind and our own family and no one else. <laughs> I think that's the call here. I think that's the initiating to open up, to come outside to recognize our partnerships and our many blessings of this life. So this really cute picture this week of a dog. It was a Blessing of the Animals advertisement. I didn't repost it because it was for another church that's doing a Blessing of the Animals today, I think. Um, but it's this adorable picture of, the, of a dog with, with its paw on a child. I think it was a little boy, and the little boy's bending over, and the dog simply has its paw on the little boy's head. And it was adorable. And the caption said, Blessing of the animals works both ways. I mean, we, this, this invitation to come outside, recognize our partnerships, and all the many blessings of this life. Blessing of animals works both ways. Or maybe you've seen that great, um, or, or I, I think pretty common, animal lover bumper sticker that's decorated. The sticker's decorated with paws all over it, and it says, not sure who rescued who. <laughs> Don't reject Jesus. 
honor the partnerships and blessings of this earth and this life, friends in Christ. And there's some urgency on this today. Are you sensing that in the hymns and the songs? The hymn of the day we're about to sing, certainly. Uh, there's some urgency. I thank God for that. Sometimes we need the urgency to snap us out of our lethargy. I think about parents just trying to get their kids out of the door. You know, there's some urgency eventually. It's like there's, the, yeah, hey, 10 minutes, we got to go, guys. Ten guys, now! <laughs> It's a little too close to home for me. If you don't get urgent, it, 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 and if you don't get out the door, it will be taken away from you and given to someone else. Thank God for that sense of urgency today. That's precisely where the love and the grace is. We have a God who's willing to say, guys, we got to go. Let's go now. God's urgency, naming the issue, calling us to get going. Step up to it. Don't be silent anymore, like we're singing this protest song each Sunday during this fall season of protestant, <laughs> this protestant season. We won't be silent anymore. Let's go. Let's step up to it. There is a crisis. Ice caps melting, oceans rising, homes and habitations lost. We're about to sing that. Naming it, not being silent, is the beginning of grace's liberation. Don't reject Jesus because Jesus has the power to save. Don't reject Jesus because Jesus has the power to bless, the power to reconnect us, to resurrect us. Jesus has the power to forgive us. Don't reject Jesus. Jesus has the power to forgive us and send us back anew into this world, both to be blessed by the creatures, human and non-human alike, and to be about the vineyard work of blessing them, of blessing all, of welcoming all, of loving all with that same love that we have received here. Can you feel the seasons changing? Can we open our lives to this calling from God? Can we open our hands to receive this grace, this bread, this forgiveness, this love? Because it's here for us, friends. Filling all of creation this God in the flesh is here for us. Christ Jesus in word and meal, community and call. Jesus' presence fills this whole world. Luther would say that the earth is filled to the utmost with Christ. The whole earth, the whole planet. How would you draw that? The earth is filled to the utmost with Christ. Or 20th century Lutheran theologian and professor, the great Joseph Sittler, I love his quote, nature is the theater of God's grace. Come, friends, enter the vineyard. Work 
in the vineyard. Laugh in the vineyard together. Labor in joy. And then lift up the bountiful harvest to God in joyful thanksgiving for all that God has done. This indeed has everything to do with stewardship and blessing the animals. In Jesus' name, amen. at Bethlehem Lutheran Church, thank you for listening. Check us out again soon. And to learn more about our national church body, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, visit elca.org. Goodbye for now. And remember, God's outpouring of grace and peace never runs dry. Here's to a new day. Evangelical. That was terrible. To learn more about our national church body. Start over, start over. (laughs) Okay. Is that hard? No, not really. Pretty easy? Yeah. You could edit.